what is going on hawks nation it is your boy alex from hawks fan tv and we are coming live and direct from the hftv podcast studio yes that is right we are officially launching our new podcast available on itunes and spotify and anywhere else you get your podcasts uh this is the first addition to to our new hftv podcast uh but you know really the content that we're going to push on these shows is really just uh recent hawks news we'll do some historical hawks facts uh, and just, you know, talking about the season and the games and, and what we like and what we don't like. So we appreciate you guys supporting the brand. And, you know, we we love all of our spaces interactions. But for some of you folks who can't make the spaces live or watch the recording or maybe you don't have Twitter, uh, we want to make sure that we get as much content to all of you listeners out there that uh, only listen to podcasts. So we're really excited. Uh, if you guys don't know me, my name is Alex and I'm the founder of Hawks Fan TV. The goal was to bring as you know the best Hawks content available uh, from an unbiased and just from a big super fan like myself. And you know our mission was to you know provide you content for the fans by the fans. Uh, if you guys don't know us, we are credentialed Hawks reporters, so we have access to the pre and post games with the coaches and the players. We were at media day this past season as well, uh, so really excited for a brand new season. And this is the most exciting uh, season that we have to look forward to probably ever in Hawks history. So um, really excited. My co-host that's joining me today is my buddy, Hawks fan TV, Mac, and I will let him introduce himself. What's up, Hawks fans? I cannot be more excited to be doing this and be a part of this team. I, I've been with Hawks fan TV basically since the inception. Um, so couldn't, couldn't be more proud to be a part of such an amazing team. Um, as Alex said it so beautifully, We've, uh, we've always been bringing you guys a lot of content, but now we're bringing you even more. Um, and I just am so excited to see where this thing goes, man. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Well, yeah, man. So let's uh, let's go ahead and get into some of the more recent news. Um, you know, if we would have recorded this yesterday, we wouldn't have been able to talk about this. So uh, the most recent news in Hawks, Hawks universe is definitely the rumor that I guess not necessarily a rumor, but uh, the news that the Hawks were interested in Jay Crowder from the Phoenix Suns. I, for one, honestly, man, like I, I personally think it's the possibility of that uh, the front office has seen something in AJ Griffin over the summer, maybe even while they were in uh, the Middle East here recently. Uh, maybe he is progressing at a rate quicker than they were originally expecting. And, you know, they, they feel like he can maybe play a little bit of a larger role um and maybe it's the combination as well that uh our my one of my favorite players bogey his his knee problems and his health is maybe a little more concerning than they would like to admit and at the end of the day we all love bogey but you know it's a business and i i think you know bringing in if we were to trade bogey for jay straight up i'm sure there would be a pick or something because i think the the contracts don't exactly match um but I, I, I think it would be huge positive for the Hawks. I don't think it's something that we necessarily need to do. But I do think that this, if, you know, we go through with it, um, I don't think any Hawks fan will necessarily regret it. Yeah, I mean, I'm right there with you, Mac. Uh, it's funny because, yeah, they're, they're, you know, Shams reported this literally this morning about how the Hawks have become a potential suitor for Jay Crowder. And there have been conversations that have happened in recent weeks involving the Hawks and the Suns and what it would take to get someone like Jay Crowder. Um, and I mean, obviously a lot of Hawks fans were excited. I, I'm certainly kind of in the middle. Uh, I, and I agree with you, Mac, like, you know, the first, like we don't need Jay Crowder and he's not the type of player that's going to 
really move this this team, move this needle from, you know, maybe a you know, four or five, six seed to a top two seed, right? But what he does bring is some veteran leadership, uh, some defensive uh, intensity. And as we all know, Jay Crowder definitely has that dog in him. If you guys have seen his highlights or just all the scuffles that he's been in uh, throughout his NBA career. So if you guys know me, I love players like that. Uh, I mean, I think we need more dogs and as, as many dogs as possible on this squad. So we don't see any sort of replays of last season or previous seasons where opposing players would pick on Trey. And, you know, a lot of our guys are just kind of soft. Uh, but, you know, with the additions of DeJounte Murray and some of these other guys, you know, Jay Crowder definitely fits that mold of that uh, that dog mentality. So I'd be excited for it. It really just depends on, on what we would give up for him. Um, as you guys know, he's on the last year of his contract. So he's due for another like a little over 10 million in, in this this upcoming season. Um, and yeah, Bogey has certainly been a name that's been a potential candidate for a trade. Uh, he has two years left on his contract. So, uh, and, and, you know, they're relatively the same age. Well, Bogey's a little bit younger than Jay Crowder uh, by two years because Jay's 32, but Bogey's making 8 million more than Jay Crowder. So um, in order to make the, the monies, the, the salaries match, the Phoenix Suns would definitely have to throw in another player. Some people are speculating, you know, Cameron Payne or maybe Cam Johnson or whoever Landry Shamit. Uh, but yeah, there's pros and cons like Bogey, obviously established shooter, probably one of our best, you know, definitely one of our best three point shooters. And you need that when you have playmakers like Trey and DeJounte setting this team up. Uh, but Jay Crowder, although his three point percentage did drop just a little bit, um, he's still a, a pretty reliable three point shooter for his career, especially if you guys saw him in the bubble, uh, he was draining threes uh, all throughout that postseason. So um, and he definitely is a better defensive player than than Bogey. But I mean, maybe, Mac, I don't know, maybe maybe our front office, maybe our medical staff have some some intel around Bogey's knees and maybe they're not fully confident that he's going to be able to hold up, especially for a full 82 games. And then going into the, the postseason, uh, right. you know, your best ability is availability. So oh, yeah. we'll see what happens. But I trust in, in Landry Fields and Travis Schlenk to make the right move. And I'm in the camp of let's wait. Let's wait until like the deadline gets a little bit closer. Teams are getting desperate um, and, and see what happens there. But I think this roster is good the way it is. But I wouldn't be upset at Jay Crowder. Oh, yeah. No, I I, I honestly couldn't agree with you more. Um, you know, I think, yeah, I, I I haven't heard Cam Johnson's name floating around. But if we got, you know, Cam Johnson and Jay Crowder for Bogey, I would I that 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 would that would that would be something special. But um. But, you know, uh, I think Bogey is somebody that, you know, like I said, personally, I would I never would want to see him leave. But if it made the most sense for us, you got to go through with it. But as we both said, I don't think it's something that the Hawks feel like they need to do. Um, but, you know, I, I, I think you put it best, honestly, if you wait, you could potentially get an even bigger deal or maybe even somebody better than Jay Crowder. You know what I mean? So, um I definitely, I definitely think with the talent we have on the roster now, let's let's see if we don't have a repeat of last season and have such a slow start. Um, which, you know, our our schedule is just a little easier than it was last year. It's not like we, you know, were going against the best teams in the league to start the, the season off last year. But you know, we the first like five home games are all against like teams that didn't make the playoffs last year. So um, I, I I I feel good about us being able to get a strong start start this year. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Well, cool. Good deal, man. So, um, so we'll go ahead and jump into the next topic. This next one, I, as a Hawks fan, man, I, I'm incredibly proud to talk about because, you know, five years ago, I don't think, 
Uh, well, actually, I know the Hawks would have not been included in this game um, over in the Middle East and Abu Dhabi. And, you know, basically being a marquee team for the league and being a showcase team. And, and you know, that's that's all thanks to Trey. You know, Trey, if you ever listen to this, you, you definitely know that that is all thanks to you, man. Um, you are a superstar. You proved it. And um, I just so proud that that happened. Obviously, we swept them. Them being preseason games, it didn't really matter if we won or not. But definitely was awesome that we were able to win both games and and give those people a show. So I actually got some some box score stats here for both games. Um, final score for the first one was 123-113 Hawks. Um, all the starters basically were hovering around 25, 30 minutes. Trey and Deontay both played 30, 31, respectively. Um, Capella only got 19, uh, which is fine. I mean, I don't think Capella needed too many looks. Um, I think the reason that Trey and uh, DJ played as much as they did in his, you know, both games really. Cause I mean, well, I guess trailing played the first half and the second one. Um, but I think it was to see how they can really mesh um, against, against a, a better team. So I think they look great. Trey had 22 points. Uh, DeJounte had 25. DeJounte almost had a triple double, uh, nine yeah. assists, eight rebounds and shot nine of 13 from the field. Um, Onyeke had 26 minutes, 11 points, shot five of nine. Aaron Holiday had a pretty pretty decent game off the bench in game one, so, so that was good. Um, as a team, shot 55%, uh, made seven threes. Uh, ended up only committing 17 fouls, which isn't too bad for an entire game, especially in a preseason, first, first game back. So, I, you know, wasn't, wasn't too sloppy of a game out of the Hawks. So, I thought that was, was, a, was a good stat. Um, and then, obviously, the second game, Trey goes off in that first half. I think that was – you know, honestly, man, that felt like I was watching Eastern Conference Finals game one uh, back in uh, a couple of years ago. Like him going off against the Bucks and just seeming like the he could not miss. It was it was quite quite a show. So, yeah, no, no, that was very reminiscent of, of that that ECF run where he was just torching the Bucks. And I don't know about you, Mac, but it, it like if I'm Drew Holiday, I, I might be having nightmares of, of Trey Young uh, <laughs> for the foreseeable future because I, I don't know what it is. Every time this man goes against the Bucks, specifically Drew Holiday or whoever the Bucks throw at him, it could be, I mean, now I guess it's Javon Carter, but he, he's going to cook him no matter what. And uh, this was vintage Trey, man. Like um, a lot of some people were a little worried that, oh, well, Trey's, you know, Trey didn't hit a single three in that first game, this and that. But we all saw what he did in game two without DeJounte. And he, he puts on a master class yet again. And no one should be surprised, right? Uh, we, we've seen Trey do this since day one of, of, of becoming an NBA player. Uh, but, you know, some of the other things that really stuck out to me in these, these last two games is the progression of uh, some of the guys that we were hoping to make a big leap, specifically DeAndre Hunter. He popped off. I don't have the exact uh, box scores in front of me, but he scored 20-plus in both games. Or excuse me, no, no, he scored 20-plus in the last game. And I think he had like 17 in the first seven, game. So I mean, yeah, 17 yeah. in his first game, but it's not about the amount of points he scored. It was how he was getting these buckets, right? He was hitting threes and these weren't just completely wide open threes. He, he had some nice contested threes uh, late in the shot clock. His handles look way better. And all of those off season videos that we've been posting on, on the, the Twitter account, like the dude is put in work. Uh, this is his first fully healthy off season since becoming an NBA player uh, he's been dealing with injuries ever since his rookie year. And then we had COVID and just it was just very hectic. But but now he's had a full offseason, healthy, um, no injuries going to the season. And it's a big year for him, man. It's it's his contract year, if you guys know. And, um, you know, we we've had contract talks with him and 
it looks like both studs are, are pretty stagnant. And I think the, the front office is certainly seeing what he can provide and if he can even play X amount of games, right? Because if, if he only gives us 20, 30 games like he's typically been doing the first three years, you know, that's not really going to be too much uh, too much help for us. So um, it looks like he's trying to get that bag this offseason. Hopefully we can lock him up uh, before the October 17th deadline. Uh, otherwise, if he balls out this upcoming season, there's going to be a lot of teams that want a 6'8", you know, wing type of player that can play both ends of the court. So I'm excited for Dre. Onyeka had some really good highlights from these last two games as well. And uh, yeah, the Holiday Bros look good. Uh, and DeJounte Murray, man. Like that that was the that was the prize jewel of, of the offseason when we oh, traded yeah. those picks. And some people questioned whether or not DJ would really move the needle. And I've seen DeJounte Murray since his sophomore year of coming into the league. Um, and I was always a big fan of him, not just because <clears throat> he came to the Hawks, but the dude can do it all. You guys saw everything in his arsenal in his bag. Um, and that game one almost had that triple-double, like you mentioned, Mac, on super efficient shooting. Like you said, 9 of 13 from the field. His mid-range was lethal. He was beating his man off the dribble. Uh, and that's just what you love to see. You never, We haven't had a guard like that in the Trey Young era ever uh, ever so this is definitely the best player he's played with and the second best player our us hawks fans have seen um since in the last four years so i'm super excited and yeah man these uh i know it's preseason i know a lot of people say don't get overhyped it's just two mean meaningless games but look man i'm drinking the kool-aid i'm gonna be the leader of this this uh bandwagon like i this hawks team is gonna be dangerous and um, i definitely see a top four at least top five uh, seed on the horizon. Oh yeah, no man, I've I've, I've been drinking the Hawks Kool Aid so much the the last week. Uh, I got that little red mustache, you know, there, when you would yeah, get it. I, I see a little I stain. See yeah, man. Yeah. So so I've 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 been drinking the Kool Aid too, man. And I I'm right there with you where I get it. It's two preseason games, you know, pump the brakes a little, but I I just thought we looked damn good, and you know, Dejounte is going to give us an element that I think we were missing. It's almost like if Solomon Hill was an elite player. You know what I mean? Like, it's he's got that dog in him. And, I mean, I believe it was Serge Ibaka, but he, he blocks him against the backboard and then stares him down in a, in a preseason game, man. Like, who, 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 you know, who is taking it that serious, you know, for lack of a better term, at that point? You know, DeJounte is. Guys like DeJounte do because it doesn't matter, man. If you're playing basketball and, you know, he you're on the other team, he, he's going for you. And, um. I'm just I'm excited, man. I think, you know, uh, I I I think and we'll we'll kind of get into the predictions a little later uh, towards the end of the show. But like I'm, I'm right there with you, man, where I think the potential of a top three seed, um, you know, and Hawks players making having having multiple all stars. Like I think Trey and DeJounte both will make an all star. My hot take is honestly that we're going to have three. And uh, my third is is the guy that you were just talking about. I think DeAndre Hunter is he's 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 gonna break out this year man i i'm right there with you where the first healthy offseason he's ever had and he just looks he just looks primed and ready and i i think i think people need to be scared of of, of what deandre hunter is gonna gonna be doing this year so absolutely um, hey, yeah I, man. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if dre made an all-star team but we'll, we'll see what he can do uh last i checked the uh, DeAndre Hunter was like plus eight thousand for winning most uh, most <laughs> player, 
Um, and I'm telling you, Hawks fans, I'm not promoting or, or encouraging you guys to, to do any form of gambling. And I'm certainly not a financial uh, analyst or consultant. So this is strictly for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> but if you are a betting man, I would take those odds uh, plus 8,000. You, you can put 10 bucks down and win, win you know, $800 back. So uh, pretty good ROI. And uh, if, if Dre does anything similar to what he's been doing these past two games, look, this this team is is a lot to to make a deep deep run and and he's our X factor man so I'm super excited for him I know I've been super hard if you guys have been following us following us since day one um, I, I certainly had my fair share of, of criticism on DeAndre Hunter uh, almost you know to the point where he actually blocked Hawks fan TV on Twitter uh, so funny story uh, but we have nothing but high hopes for him and and I know what he's capable of which is why I'm so hard on him but. Um, hopefully he doesn't misconstrue that for for just uh, <laughs> negativity and, and hating because I believe in him. And I think he certainly he definitely has the potential to emerge as our third best player. And that's what we need, Mac. We need him to be our third best player if this team is going to make a deep run. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, you know, John Collins is my guy and he can be your favorite player or third favorite player. But if John Collins is the third best player on the team this year, I, I I don't know um, if if it's going to be as as good of an outcome. So we'll DeAndre needs to take that step. And you know, as we both said, man, I, I think the year is this this is the year. So DeAndre, man, we love you. Come 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 back to Hawks Fan TV, man. We we love you. We love you, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, cool. Uh, well, I did want to I did want to talk about it real quick too, because I, I know you uh, were actually in attendance, but um, I wasn't able to make it this year. But I made the open practice for last year. Um, and I'm going to tell you, there was a fraction of the amount of people that were there last year that were there this year. And the one last year was even over the weekend. So this was a weeknight that they did it. Um, and you know, I, I think the team looked great. It's an open practice so they're going against each other, you know, but it just, it was very athletic plays, but I think something that, um, I wanted to kind of talk about that I, that I think is pretty noteworthy is one of my good friends, uh, Derek Freeze, Derek, if you're listening, shout, shout out to you. Um, he actually tried out for the six-man section. And during his tryouts, they mentioned to him that, um, and I guess I should give context if nobody's ever seen it before, the Hawks have a little section in the 100 section, the lower bowl of the arena called the six-man section. And it's about, I want to say, anywhere from 10 to 15 rows full of people. Um, and it's people that are given free tickets and they stand up the entire time and they go crazy. It's, it's something awesome. I love the six man section. If you've ever been to a game, I'm sure you've seen them. Um, but this year they're actually going to cut down the amount of rows in half. And that's to me, a clear um, anticipation from the front office that they anticipate selling out a lot more games and selling a lot more tickets because the Hawks are going to be um, it's hard to, Hard to compete with the Braves right now in Atlanta, but I think arguably the hottest sports ticket in the entire city, which, um, you know, in our lifetimes, Alex, the Hawks, I don't know if have ever been that, you know, I don't know if they've ever been the number one team in the city that, that people really cared about and paid attention to and invested into. So I think we're so close to that and it's, and it's in a, it's a very exciting feeling. And I think that open practice was a, a indication of, of what's, what's to come. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. And, and and I was at that open practice last year, too. And um, there was a good chunk of people, like especially for an open practice. But uh, yeah, like you like you said, there, it was on a Wednesday night and a middle of a weekday. And the the whole arena was, was packed out of, of fans just wanting to watch this new team. And 
Um, yeah, I mean, I think we're on the, the precipice of, of this Hawks team really becoming not only the, the face of uh, Atlanta, and we have some great teams and, you know, obviously the Braves are fresh off a World Series and we're about to make another postseason run, hopefully to repeat. And the Falcons had some really strong years too, and the whole state was was behind them. But like, you're, like you said, the, the Hawks have never really been kind of that number one team in the city. Uh, and that's obviously largely in part of like just overall team success since coming to Atlanta. But, um, you know, we saw it like two years ago when we made that magical ECF run, Hawks fans coming out the woodwork. So this this city, this team, they have a lot of support. As long as we put a winning product out on the court, uh, the, fo- the fans will certainly follow. So I'm excited for this season. This is the best talent on paper that we've had ever. So there's no reason for us not to be excited. Oh, yeah. No, this this city is definitely hungry for for a, a championship out of, out of the Hawks. And I, I for one, I, I don't know if it will happen this year, but I know before all, all things are said and done, this, this team is going to deliver one. I, I, I don't think Trey Young is going to end his career without a ring. So I will say that. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, hey, man, let's, uh, let's go ahead and, and wrap up episode one. Uh, we'll just end it with some predictions that we have on the season. Um, my predictions are probably going to sound like hot takes, but I, I don't really care. That's, uh, that's, that's what happens when you're an incredibly passionate fan. <laughs> um, so my, my first prediction, as I kind of said earlier, I legitimately think the Hawks could end as a top three seed. Um, I, I think, you know, if you simulated the season a hundred times, we probably land in like the four or five seed range, but I think a top three seed is very obtainable for this team. And, um, I, I think along with that, that would probably mean that we would be around anywhere from, I want to say, 53, 57 wins. And I, I think that's pretty attainable for, for this team. So um, I'm, 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 I'm excited to see what happens. And, uh, you know, we're, we, we, we should be pretty good. My other prediction yeah. is uh, I'll just go through all three and then, and then you can, can do yours as well. My other prediction is Trey will actually be in MVP discussions come, come the end of the season. Um, now that obviously is determined on our team success. So if my first prediction is coming true and that we're like a top three seed, I definitely think Trey is going to be in MVP discussions because obviously at that point, um, I would think at least it's largely due to Trey's excellent play. So, um, and then my last prediction, I guess I already said it, but I, I think we, I think hands down, we got two all-stars. Not only are they already actually all-stars in, in the NBA with Trey and DeJounte, um, I think they'll both make it. And I think DeAndre, um, you know, he, he's going to be going against some 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 studs in the Eastern Conference. But I think I think um, I, th- I think he I think he can make it this year as an all star. So we'll, we'll see what happens. So those are those are my three predictions. I'm sure anybody listening is probably like, <laughs> Mac, I don't know about those. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I feel good, man. I feel good. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And hey, I don't think they're even that hot. Like, um, obviously, the, the big thing is, is there's a lot of competition in the East and the past two this this past season and then going into this season, like the East is definitely the superior conference to the West. Um, now, 50 wins would probably net us like a top easily a top three seed in, in previous years. But with how good the East is now, uh, it's going to be a dogfight all year long. Um, but I'm right there with you. I don't know. Top three is definitely doable, but I, I personally wouldn't lock us in at top three just yet. But, you know, my prediction is not too far off. I think we could certainly be a top four seed. Um, and, and I think our final record would most likely be, I'd say I'm going to be less optimistic, but I'll, I'll peg us at 51 wins. So I say we 
end the end the year at 51 and 31, maybe a little higher. Um, but there's no reason on paper that this team should be under 50 wins. Uh, I think we have the talent. Nate is looking like he's starting to come around, and I'm sure he got some a lot of criticism uh, this past offseason with some of his you know rotations and some of his timeout management. But um, I have faith in him. I'm going to say 52 and 31 ish, probably, uh, or 52 and 30. Um, so that's my prediction. I think we'll be a top four seed at worst. I think our floor should be like top six seed. So at least we're going to avoid a play in. But if everything hits uh, and we're hitting on all cylinders, I say top top four seed. Um, and yeah, I'm right there with you. I think Trey's definitely going to be at least a lock for an NBA all star. I think he's definitely going to make another run for all NBA team. And if, if our first two predictions come true and we're right there in the top four seed, 50 plus wins, uh, there's no reason why Trey Young can't be in those MVP discussions. So I'm right there with you. I think DeJounte is also going to make an all-star team. I think we're going to have the best backcourt in the NBA. And uh, DeAndre Hunter has good odds to make, you know, most improved player. Clint Capella could maybe win a defensive player of the year. Uh, who knows? A lot of good things. You know, bogey for, for six man, possibly. Who knows? So I'm excited, as you guys can tell. Um, but, uh, maybe that's just my, my homework <laughs> coming out, but no, I, I, I'm excited. We're excited. Everyone at Hawks fan TV is excited. And, and, uh, we're, we're definitely going to be bringing you guys all the best content we possibly can all throughout the season. So make sure you guys follow us on Hawks fan TV at, uh, at Hawks fan TV on both Twitter and Instagram. And of course you can find our podcast with the same name as well. Matt, back to you. Yeah, man. I think you summed it up great. We'll go ahead and, uh, we'll, we'll sign off on that. Um, Hawks fans, so excited to, to be bringing you guys this, as Alex said, and just be looking out for more content, guys. Uh, Hawks Fan TV is 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 just getting started, so um, I'm super super pumped, guys. So yes, y'all have sir. a good night, and we'll uh, we'll 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 see you guys soon. Yes, sir. Go Hawks, baby. Go Hawks, man.